There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You said there, Mark, you saw every minute of him last season. I guess the place to start with just how impressive was he? Yeah, I mean, he's he's a fantastic player. I, I didn't, you know, however much you want to be all across football and know every single player in the world, I, I didn't really know anything about him when he joined Southampton, to be honest with you. Um, I was out in Austria for their pre-season and interviewed him after the first friendly they had against, it was against Leipzig in the end. And uh, even then, at the age of 18, I, I could not believe how mature and confident he was. For a young kid who's moved over from Belgium to City and then come down to Southampton, a lot of big changes in his life, but supremely confident in his own natural ability and that comes across in his game he plays in a position that you know you're right in the middle of the action he's got incredible ball retention he, he kind of wiggles out of space fantastically you know he's got those kind of eye test things that, that when you do go to a game and you watch a player do those kind of things you, you really take notice of it so I think he stood out in that regard from the instant um, but I think yeah he's, he's, he's got room for development and I think that's what the exciting thing is and it's very clear that there is going to be a, a world-class player in there at at some point, if not in the very near future. Let's hope so from a Liverpool perspective. If indeed the deal does get done, I'm not counting my chickens just yet, of course. But yeah, world-class potential will do for me. And you touched on just there, sort of the type of player he is. And you mentioned his position, of course. I think it's a fascinating one from a Liverpool perspective. We've become sort of used to a Fabinho, who's a little bit of a destroyer. He's got some technical proficiencies as well, of course he has, but Lavia feels to me, certainly from sort of an onlooker's perspective, like he's a very technical player. He dribbles with a ball. Press resistant is the term everyone always uses. Is that what you've seen? He's not this big. You had Romeo, for instance. He was quite a, a physical destroyer as a DM. Lavia feels different to me. Yeah, well, I mean, that is one thing that Saints missed massively last season was having a player of that calibre, of that Romeo kind of build in the team. And, and you know, fans will talk about that all night long for the reason that they went down, to be honest with you. Um, but no, you're, you're completely right. Lavia isn't that type of player. He's not fantastically strong running back to his own goal. And I think Sampton obviously got caught out a lot last season. So it would be interesting if he moved to Liverpool to see how his game develops with the amount of possession and the style of play that Liverpool have. I think that would be really interesting to see. And you're right. I don't think he is. He's definitely not a straight swap for Fabinho in any type. Um, in fact, I, I, obviously he plays kind of in a double pivot a lot with Sampton with James Will-Prowse alongside him. Occasionally he'll be on his own in the six, but I, I kind of like to see him push forward and maybe go for an eight position as well, because I think sometimes you do kind of get lost in that needing a physical body in there. 
and he doesn't obviously provide that too much. And so you do want someone with a bit of technical skill that can play in that eight. So maybe even working with Alexis McAllister and changing around with him would be a potential Liverpool midfield, I think. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, I get that because, like you say, he's not this six foot three sort of dominant looking fella. And so often DMs are, of course. And you mentioned Declan Rice earlier. He very much is that. He's this physical presence in midfield. So I think he has got the the technicalities, Lavia, to potentially move further forwards. Um, you mentioned a moment ago he's got areas to develop. And of course, physically, he could be one of those. He's still very young. He still is developing physically. But if you were to sort of pinpoint any weaknesses in inverted commas, what would you say they were? Um, I mean, his biggest weakness is crossing. I don't know if you've seen any of his crosses before, no. but uh, yeah, good luck with those. Um, no, he's got he's got a lot to work on with that. He, he naturally, because he likes to carry the ball a lot and he wins it in his own half and he'll often find himself on the edge of the opponent's box and, and kind of floating around in that half space and maybe play a one-two or the ball will come back to him and he'll try and whip it in first time into the box. It's a, a really standard practice at Southampton, one that they should have scored a lot more goals from, but... Lavia in particular, he, he kind of shanks at it and, and he just doesn't get the elevation, he doesn't go into the box right. I mean, it, it's something he needs to work on massively. But then the other thing I'd say is, I've said it a little bit before as well, is that I think he can develop into being a match winner in the same bracket that other midfielders in that position can do. And we, we've seen it when I mentioned that St Mary's game against Chelsea, the, I think it was a 2-1 win last August. And he really took that game by the scruff and neck and, and, and he got his goal and, you know, it was a really imposing performance. And although he does the technical side very well, he doesn't really stamp his authority on games too much. So I think that could be one thing that he needs to come out of his shell a little bit more. But that will come with age and experience. And I've said this as well, playing with world-class players around him and training in an elite environment every day naturally will bring that confidence out of you, I think. So fingers crossed. Is that something that I think he needs to build on straight away? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, with all due respect to Southampton, every single player at Southampton, they are a recently relegated side for a reason. So coming to Liverpool, working under Jurgen Klopp, I mean, there's a little bit of turmoil at Southampton as well with managers departing, obviously, Hassan Hootel leaving midway through the season. So you'd like to think in a more settled environment with better coaches, better players, Lavia could move on to those next levels. Um, on the flip side of his weaknesses, you know, we've totally sort of skirted around some of his strengths in terms of press resistant, dribbling, lovely technically. What would you say were his main key areas whereby you mentioned the eye test earlier, straight away Liverpool fans will watch him and go, okay, I like that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think he's, I think in a modern world as well, because obviously he's still so young, only a teenager. So he is very much in that mould of, you know, wanting to keep the ball and wanting to play nice football. But it's, um, I always describe it as, I'm a little bit too old for those to, to have made any when I was a kid. But you know, those kind of football Twitter videos where it's set to some nice, I don't know, house music or, or, or Italian music. Oh, he fits so nicely in those compilations, which I'm sure Liverpool fans would love because there's so many times when he'll get the ball with, you know, his back to opposition, but he'll have already scanned He'll know where to go. He'll make the quick turn. He'll make the nice touch and the good pass. Um, but then again, I, I will caveat all of this, and, and I'm sure you'll know this very well, is that at the end of last season, when Liverpool came to St Mary's, it was 4-4. Romeo Lavia pretty much got his first assist in a Liverpool shirt by passing it out and, and doing exactly what he never does. Um, but, you know, maybe that's uh, just a bit of irony for you there. Yeah, a little bit maybe. Maybe just trying to catch the eye, Jurgen Klopp, and you see now nicely the, the weight on that ball to Jogo Jota was just perfect. So maybe he was just giving him a little glimpse of what could be to come. On that axis, it's interesting because he is still so young, of course. He's got like, bags and bags of potential. But was sort of consistency of performance a slight issue then maybe last season? And was he sort of prone to errors like that? Because 
like I say, still very young, still developing, still learning really at the very top level. Did he do a lot of stuff like that? Did he have those lapses in concentration in game? Was that a regular occurrence? Because as things stand for Liverpool, you know, we might we look well, Henderson's pretty much gone. Fabinho looks like he could be next. Romeo Lavia could be asked to come in and, and play from day one and be the guy to be the six. That feels to me, if he is going to have those moments, like a bit of a concern. I think that was what was so surprising about that Liverpool moment is because before then, you would never have seen it coming. I think something that sets Romeo Lavia apart from a lot of other players around his age is his consistency. Um, I've said this as well, is that, I mean, a lot of the Southampton players didn't play well last season at all. And when Romeo Lavia played well pretty much all the time, it made him look a lot better. Um, so I don't know how he'd step up in terms of the pressure, the environment, playing at Liverpool, you know, big club, big transfer fee. It would be a different kind of pressure than playing on a side that are just trying to escape relegation. So that could that could weigh into it. But no, in terms of his consistency, week in, week out, he was a 8 out of 10, to be honest with you. And I said maybe that's because he's playing around players that aren't doing too well. But even then, on the good days, he was brilliant. And on the bad days, he was very good as well. So you're getting a player albeit based on one season in professional football, let's remember, you know, ha- has got that consistency that, that I think will serve him well playing in the amount of competitions and the amount of games that Liverpool do as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be some demands on him. Hopefully, from my perspective anyway, with a little bit of help, I wouldn't like to say it just be Lavia because that's what kind of did for Fabinho in the end, to be honest with you, just a sheer amount of football that we asked him to play. We don't want to... We don't want to do that again to someone like Lavia. Um, you kind of touched on it there, really, Mark. But in terms of being ready for this move to Liverpool, from what you've seen, from what you know, from sort of the person you've met, obviously, do you think he'll take this move in his stride? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, obviously, he's coming from Southampton, but, you know, it's it's Manchester City's academy that he was at. You know, this this is a a player that, that is, is completely, supremely comfortable in these kind of environments in, in this top level. He was on the bench in the Champions League a couple of years ago for under Pep Guardiola against Real Madrid. You know, he's been around these kind of places before. So I don't think that will phase him. I think the only thing for him is is making sure that, like I said, he, when he's actually on the pitch, he gives the best account of himself. I think the, the last thing I'd, I'd want to see is for him to maybe have a, a slow start to his career and maybe kind of take a while to get into it and then that do him kind of disservice later on. Um, so for, I hope for his sake that if the move does go through and he is put straight in the team, that he can show straight away what he's all about. Um, and let's not forget, you know, he's a, he's a full Belgium international now as well. So, you know, this is just the next step on, on what is going to be a really long and successful career for him, I think. Hello, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed my little section of conversation with Mark Wyatt there. I'm sure you'll agree it was very interesting to find out a little bit more information on Romeo Lavia. If you want to watch the show in full, head to redmenplus.com where you'll find the rest of that and, of course, all the amazing content that we do here at Redmen TV. So go over there and get it done. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 